Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well today. We're learning Maseches Megillah, Daf Tez Zion, starting on the very last line where it reads, Vayimatzei Kasu. Before that, a housekeeping note on Shabbos, I will be in uh, Skokie, um, but I'm not leaving till after Shachar. So what we're going to do is have Daf Yomi at 8 a.m. on Shabbos morning for those who are able to make it. For those who are not, I apologize. Uh, but I will not be here Shabbos afternoon. So 8 a.m. only. I'll ensure to share this information with uh, the secretary so she can send it out accordingly. 8 a.m. on Shabbos. Says the Gemara at the bottom of Tesvav and Bay's last line by Imatsei Kasuv, the Gemara makes a duke that he was reading, as we spoke about yesterday, he was reading from the Sefer Hadronos <coughs> by Imatsei Kasuv. It seems to imply the word Kasuv is that it's being written as opposed to Kasav Miboile, that it was written. The Gemara is bothered by that. Malame, top of Tezayan and Madalev, Shemshi Mochek, Shemshi was the scribe, Rashi says, Shemshi Sofer Hamelech, Sone Yisrael Haya. So he did not like the Jews. So he was being mochek what happened with Mordechai, but every letter he erased, they got free El Kosev. So there was a miracle that took place. Of course, we know the multi-layered onion of miracles, which is the story of Purim. So this was yet one of the many. So he was currently writing that. So every time he tried to erase it, it didn't work. That's what Shimshi tried. Shimshi sounds like a Jewish name, but it clearly was, uh, clearly was not a yet. Amar Ravasi, Dara Shubshila, Ish Kfart Marta. Just like down here, here on earth, when something is for the schus of Klal Yisrael, you can't erase it because Gavriel will step in and intervene. All the more so, all the more so, something that's written upstairs, a gzera that's written in Shamayim will be something that will be upheld. Says the Gemara, what is this Pasuk talking about? So I'll read the full Pasuk. It's important to have context when we're learning these Pesukim. The Pasuk reads, What great thing can we do for him? The people who were serving the king, they responded that nothing was done. So that was their language. Third line of Tezvat, Zion, and Medalev. They weren't stepping in to say, ah, oh, yeah, we need to do good by Mordechai, but rather, Haman wasn't only a Russia to the Yidden, he was very much disliked by his colleagues. This is not a workplace kind of guy. You know, uh, you, you want... Huh? They said we shouldn't do anything for Mordecai. No, nothing. No, nothing special. Yeah, they were saying, no, the question was, Ma naase, oh, oh, I learned that incorrectly. I thought that was that nothing was done for him. But they were saying the other way that nothing should be done, yeah, for, done for him. Nothing special. But then how does that make sense in the Gemara? The Gemara says, It can't be learned that way. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it has to be that nothing was done for him. That was part, that We know that was Achashverosh's question. I don't know about the, the grammar is a problem because Na says we shall do, but it must be like... What I'm not sure was this in the story before Achashverosh declared that it was Mordecai. And maybe they thought it was the Pasuk says Mordechai. The Pasuk says, And then, Nothing was done. It has to be past tense. 
Otherwise, the rest of the Gemara doesn't make sense because they were saying nothing was done, implying that something should be done. And then Rava said it has to be that it's not because they loved Mordechai, but rather because they hated Haman. And they knew the way this was playing out is that Haman was for sure going to think he was the recipient of this, uh, this gala event that's going to take place during, you know, traipsing him through the, through the streets. So then the Pasuk says, Heichin lo, Tana lo Heichin, it was actually prepared for him, for Haman. And they did all this good stuff for Mordechai. So then Haman's like, wait a second, I want to make sure that I know who we're talking about. And he tries to, to weasel him, weasel out which Mordechai we're talking about. Manu Mordechai, he says to Haman, who's Mordechai? As if there wasn't a famous one already. The Yid, the one that's Jewish which implies, of course, that they had this name in their culture as, as well. We have this also in Muslim culture. I just uh, did a circumcision for a family. Their son's name was Musa, which is Moshe. You got Ibrahim and Yusuf. All that. These are all Torah names. They're all Chumash names. So he was Hayyudi. He was a Yid. Omar Leh, Haman says back to Hashver, Tuba Mordechai could be Yehuda. A lot of Jews are named Mordechai. What's the big deal? How do you know who we're talking about? Omar Leh, Hayoshe, Bishar Hamelech, the one who you know. Stop playing all these games. We know who we're talking about. Omar Leh, oh, all right, fine. Now I know who you're talking about, but Sagile Bechad Discarta, Inami Bechad Nara. Let's give him a little kfar. Rashi says three lines down, Rashi Discarta. Give him a kfar, give him a nahara, give him a river, Lito Meches. Let him have the, the consistent annual proceeds. It's like good to own parking lots, right? It's good to own bridges too, because if you're the one who gets to control the toll booth, you get to bring in some cash. So he said, I don't want to give him all this cover. Let's give him something that will generate some funds for him. No harm to us. Okay, we won't get the revenue, but I don't have the busha of him getting all of these rewards. Omar Leh, the king said, you should do that too. Honami <laughs> Absolutely. Great idea. Haman, you're thinking just right. I like the way you're going. And this was actually, again, another subtext in the in the, in the Megillah, excuse me, is that Alta Pel Davar Mikola Sherdibarta was to include this city and river, which the, the, the Pasuk doesn't say. Alta Pel Davar. We'll see another great one of these in a moment. So then, he takes the king's clothing and he takes a horse, Azal, and he went to go find Haman. He saw that, uh, that there were rabbis sitting in front of him. And Mordechai was teaching them the halachos of Kmitza to the rabbis this particular day. They were uh, sitting and learning those halachos. So Rashi here on the fourth line says, uh, third line, excuse me, Rashi, Dibur Hamaskal Hilchos Kmitza, Dorish bin Yanu Shalyom, Vishisha Asar bin Nisan Haya. It was the 16th of Nisan, Shehu Yom Tnufas HaOmer. And they needed to take a Kmitza. So he wants the base of Mikdash to be rebuilt. So he's showing them, by the way, please God, we'll go back, and I'll show you how the Kmitzah for today should be done. And he, he grabbed some flour, opened up his hands and showed them how to do the Kmitzah. Fine. So uh, that's what was going on in the base medrash, and uh, says the Gemara that Haman came into Chazi Mordechai to Apik Lekible when he saw that Haman came to see him. Visuse Mechad Biyade, and he had horses in hand. Mirtas, he got very scared. Amar Luhul Rabbanon, Hai Rishia LeMiktal Nafshi Kasi, he's here to come kill me. Zilu Mikame, he said to his the people learning with him, get out of here. Dilo Tichvu Begachalto, so that you don't get burned with his coal. Obviously, just referencing his anger and his cost. And if he's there with a sword to kill, let's make sure that nobody else gets hurt. Let him kill me. But he does what Jews should do all the time when they're, when things are difficult. And he he jumped into a Shmona Esrei. Now, of course, these high-level Shmona Esreis of great people are 
unfortunately, not like the Shmona Esrei's that we have. The Shulchan Aruch writes in Hilchos Tefillah that when one davens, it should be, together he's pashtos agashmias, that we should be on such a level that we are unaware of our physical being. We are so tapped in to our neshama that we are able to reach the highest of levels. And you could tap someone on the arm, they won't be able to, to, be, uh, to be aroused. They're, they're in the middle of davening. So Mordechai jumps into tefillah. So uh, Amar Lehu, singular to plural, he says to the students, what were you guys just learning about? Ah. Thank you for telling me. Uh, he, uh, so Haman, and he uh, he grabbed a chair. Unbelievable. The Orich, and he waited at the Salik Mordechai Lutzluse. And while he waited for him to finish Shmon Esrei. What's going on here? What, what, what's happening here? That's not where my head was going. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. No, that's beautiful. No, I love that. You need to write a safer. That's going to be the new name of your book. That's Kibaldic. But the Rishonim have a little bit of a different approach, and that is that Haman noticed that he was davening the Atzus. Can't daven ba'atzvos. You have to daven mitoch simcha. Afalpi that things are difficult. So when things are difficult, if we really believe deep down that called David Rachman alatavu David, but nevertheless the formula of our halachic system is that we need to daven when things are. We need to talk to a kodesh baruch Abba. I need your help. So then uh, when he saw that, he's like, oh, I can take a seat now. His tefilos aren't going to be niskabel. They have to be mitoch simcha, but mitoch atzvos. That's what some of them before him, right? Anyways, while he was davening Shmona Esrei, Omar Lahu, he said to them, Bemayaskisu, what sugya are you learning? What's happening here? This whole story is crazy. Omar Leh, Amru Leh, the rabbi said to him, Bizman It's like a Kiruv training seminar from Aish. Back in the day when the temple stood, man de mincha, a person would give a, a flower offering. Maisi male kumtse de sulta, he would grab a kmitza's worth of fine flour, umiskaper le, and he would then get kapara. Now we start to see some inner feelings of Haman. Amar um, lay quarter of the way down, 15 lines into the, into the Gemara, Tazayin, Amar Aleph, Amar Lehu, he says to them, Asa malay kumtza kimcha didchu, your uh, handful of kimitza, a flower that you grabbed in your hand, is more powerful than dachi, and it has pushed away a sara alfei kikare kaspa didi, the 10,000 kikar kesef that I, uh, that I was awarded, because remember, as we said earlier, the muscle the Gemara gave is one guy had a charitz and one guy had a pile of dirt. So the Gemara says that that money was supposed to go to him. He said the money was irrelevant because this tiny little amount of flour was more powerful because the Jews seemed to have gotten some form of kapara. That's at least what the Gemara implies. It doesn't say that. Amar lay, and then uh, Haman's done with Shmonas. I'm sorry. Uh, Excuse me. Mordechai is done with Amar lay, hey, Russia, listen up. He says, Evet Shekana Nechasin. If you have a slave who acquired uh, uh, properties, who does the Eved belong to? And who does the property belong to? See, at this point, Haman, uh, was, it was clear that Haman wasn't going to be killing Mordechai. So Mordechai kind of leveraged the spot and started to dig a little bit. He said, remember when you used to be my Eved back in the day? We saw this in Rashi. Um, in yesterday's blot, that in fact, in the earlier phase of Haman's life, he was so poor, he became a slave to, um, he became a slave to Mordechai for bread. 
So now he's digging in like, oh, you used to be my slave. All of a sudden the tables are turning. So Amar lay, kum levush hani money. So now Haman doesn't respond to that, but he does say, come get up, put on the king's garments, the rach of high susya, the bailach malka, and please ride this horse that the king has required of you. Amarlei, um, Mordechai says, I can't, lo yechilna, I, I don't look respectable, I've been fasting for the last couple of days, I haven't gotten a haircut in a while, mm. I have to go to the bathhouse, and I have to get a haircut, it's not appropriate to use the kalim to wear the clothing of the king when you're dressed like a schlump and when you need to take a shower, it's not nice, go grab a shower, everybody knows, you gotta look like a man, it's mamish confluence of the God's shiurim here in the Makor, because in the morning when my cut and shear is third pair, when do you get the haircut before the yom As I stated in the last night, this is taking place mamashir Pesach. Correct. No, so, this no. is on Pesach. It's on Pesach. Well, this was Cholamoy. This took, this seemingly took place on Cholamoy. So we're saying this is test science of the first day of Cholamoy. The Kmitza was done, Rashi says, oh, right, right there. Exactly. Kmitza, Shisha Asar. So, so the Schutzar so should be that's Yom Tov Sheni Shal Kalis. When did that start? That's, uh, that, that might be the answer. Right. So, or, or no, maybe this was the next day. Yeah, yeah. He said he was honest, exactly, which means that's the word says in my country. So that's why. We'll also see that he didn't do any malacha because we're going to see who gave right. him a haircut momentarily. But, but I don't know. Yes. Is the guy criterion who gives the who gives the, uh, who does the malacha? Oh, it's for you for sure don't violate anything if you're sitting there doing nothing. That's that's different because there's a categorical iser for what's happening to you. But but here, let's say somebody comes over to you and cuts your nails. The post can ask this in Hilchos Nida. Let's say that a woman has to go to the mikvah Friday night and she forgot to clean out her nails. Do you know what the post can recommend? You should have a non-Jewish woman bite your nails to make them shorter and make them appropriate for mikvah. Now, I don't know who has friends like that ever, anywhere, and certainly not in the Goy Shevel. I don't know how that would roll. But that is the recommendation. Why? Because it's only their Abanan. It's Amir La'akum. So here, here, this seems to still be the 16th. Maybe Texas, right? We don't know exactly when the Dinder Abanan of Yom Tov Sheni kicked in. We did learn about it, but this was still this is still in between the first two Bate Mikdash. Why can't, why, what happened during this, the years between Bayes Rishon and Bayes Shein? Right. Right. This was before Bayes Probably right. This was, what, this was before Bayes Shein. Right before Bayes Shein. So you're saying there was just there was no second day. Right, right. right. Just the Din Deraisa. So this 16th, when they were doing the Kmitza, was the first day of Cholomar. The Chorah text is right. So the Chorah, Michael said there was an honest from Mordechai, so he had no issue of getting hurt at Cholomar. Yeah. Well, for sure that, yeah. for sure that. Yeah, no, it's also based on Surim. That's like the Dimit of the Shulchan Aruch. Why don't you No, but I'm just saying it's a similar halacha. I don't know. I don't know. I have to look in Shulchan Aruch and Mishnah Brewers there. Anyways, he wanted to go. Definitely very serious. I'm saying it's Tzorach Tzibor of the highest caliber. All right, so the Gemara says uh, that... Uh, Esther did a little bit of a, a little bit of a sneaky move here. Says the Gemara, Shadra Esther, the Asartinhu Lakulhu Bebani Lakulhu Omni. She hid all of the people who ran the bathhouses and who gave haircuts. Ihu So what did Haman do? He had no choice. So Haman tended to the Bebani, to the to the bathhouse needs of Mordechai. Not only that, the Ozil, the Icy Zuzami Pese, he went home, grabbed a pair of scissors out of the junk drawer, and because and he gave a haircut to Mordechai. So the turn of events is incredible. He couldn't kill him because the king, 
It made a mandate on him, and he would be killed if he would do that. He couldn't kill him, so he had to follow all the rules. While he was in the process of giving him a haircut, in God, the Isnach, he groaned, he grunted. So Mordechai says to him, Why are you uh, groaning? So he says, I was the most chashiv of all of the people in the entire kingdom. Now I've become a bathhouse attendant and I have become uh, the next person at supercuts to give haircuts. So Amar Le Rasha, he says to him, you're, you're a Rasha. We have a Bryce in our tradition, Haman, that you were actually a haircut. You, you were a stylist back in the day. Tana, first of the very long line, second of the very long line. Tana, Haman, Sapar Shel Shana. Probably gave a Gishmaka haircut. See, he's been 22 years of experience in the, in the, in the industry. Okay. All done. After he finishes the haircut, he puts on all of the clothes that the king asked him to. I need you to climb up and get on the animal. So Mordechai is like, listen, I've been fasting. I'm tired. I can't. I'm just, I'm so white. I'm so trashed. I've been fasting for days because you're a Russia. You had this gzera. Gachin v'salik. So Haman leans over on the ground, standing on all fours. And then all of a sudden, um, Mordechai just climbs on his back, a nice footprint. You know, it says like, it says like the shoe brand on his back in mud, you know, like a perfect match. Kisalik bat be. And when Mordechai climbed up, he gave a little bit of a zetz. He gave a little kick. Omar lay. Um, Haman tries to pull uh, pull a quick one on Mordechai. He says, Doesn't it say in your Torah, you're not allowed to do this for your Oyev. You're not allowed to be so happy. You can't just give me a kick whenever you want. I'll darshan that Pusuk for you. No problem. Absolutely. You're right. Had you been a Yid, I can trample all over you. No problem. Halfway down, middle of these middle width lines. The famous Pasuk. They were walking down the street where Haman's family lived. His daughter saw him and she was standing on the roof. Savra, she thought, they didn't have cell phones. They didn't know what was going on. So she thought that it must be that it's Haman who's sitting on the horse and Mordechai who is in tow. So she said, the one in front, not in tow, but in front of, the one in front is Mordechai. So Shakla Atzitza, remember Atzitznaku, she took a little, uh, a, like a little pitcher or a bucket, Debeis Hakise, yikes, an outhouse bucket, not exactly pleasant. Vishadise Areshe De she's got awesome aim, six flight building, dumps it right down, right on his head. Not exactly the best thing in the world. As he managed to clean off his face just enough to look up, Dal Ene, he raised his eyes, Dali Ene, he looked up, Vichazas De Avuahu. And then she saw that it was her father. She jumped off the roof. That was not a good idea. This pasuk is lengthy. There's two parts of this drasha. The first part is not relevant. The second is that after this whole uh, this whole fancy event, he ended up going back to his uh, Sakwa Efer and Tainus because he hadn't finished the three-day fast that Esther had required. And the second part of the pasuk was about Haman. Haman this Avel hinted to in the Pasuk, it's explicit in the Pasuk, but hinting to the fact that his daughter just died because she committed suicide. And of course, 
he is he was physically very dirty. <laughs> he needed a shower. It's not exactly the best way to come home. He was mourning his daughter and uh, was, of course, very dirty from what happened. And the Pasuk goes on to reference He goes on to reference those who were part of his family, who he loved or who loved him, and also those who were wise. This is reflected, of course, in the Mishnah and Pirkei Avos that Chachma Bagoyim Tamin is that if you have a statement of Chachma, this just happened. I'm running a program in the OU and someone in the community said, why don't you have a Haskama? I said, give me a name of a Haskama that you'd like and I'll go get you a Haskama. They said, Shalom Kamenetsky. I said, sure, no problem. I knew someone who knew him. I made a phone call. I flew to Philadelphia and he looked at this material that we're handing out. He says, I don't know why you flew out here. It may be that a Yid didn't write it, but it's all research-based. He used this word. It's science. It was a parenting program, all based on research exclusively. This organization let us change out the pictures so it was Tzanu Abichule. But we, Chachma uh, Bagoyim Tamin, yeah, it's okay to read, a, to read a secular book as long as it's research-based and it's not kfiridic and there's nothing philosophical or necessarily uh, challenging about it. But that's why some people have problem problem with biblical criticism. These books that look at uh, at the Torah through the lens of what they call the J and E hypothesis are well known that there's the Yudke Vavke name, there's the Elohim name, and there's really two editors, Rahman Litzlan of the Chumash, and they wove them together. But really, reverse engineered was really two people who wrote the Chumash, Hashem Yirachim. That's obviously not the, not a Harmasora, but these are Shilas and Postkim. That you're not necessarily allowed to read. That may be a real categorical issue, but to read a secular book that's just research based. Science, Chachma Bagoyim Tamin. So that's what happened over here. What was the Chachma that they shared? If he is a part of the ancestry of the Jews, these wise people said to him, From many of the Shvatim, you could beat Mordechai, but if he's from any of these four, you cannot beat him at all. And Psukim Tabut says the Gemara, their hand will be at the neck of their enemies, implying that they'll always win. And Enoch, all of the other three, Binyamin, Ephraim, and Menashe, their strength will be awakened. So that says the Gemara next, that he fell, double language of Nephila. Why was there a double fall? So says the Gemara, the Jewish people are compared to dirt, and they're also compared to the Kochavim, to the stars. This is our swing, says the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, three-fourths of the way down. Shehin Yordan, when the Jews drop Yordan Ad Afar, they do terrible. They go all the way down to the dirt. It's such a wide berth that we are able to hit. And sometimes it's nothing more than our psychology, the psychology of failure. There's research on this. Once you fail, okay, I already failed. I'm going to fail again. Then you're in the rabbit hole of failure. But if our mindset was that, no, Kaddish Baruch wants us to succeed. When we, when we fail, he wants us to get up and brush our, kumi, uh, you know, clean off your clothes, get up and go try again. So this is the, the wide spectrum of our, of our capacity as Jews. Next, what does this mean? That the Sarise HaMelech, that they showed up, that they brought Haman in, according to some, it means he hadn't even cleaned himself yet. He still needed to shower. So now the queen is speaking to Achashverosh. My nation was sold. It's not worth the damage to the king. Amr she said to him, 
this terrible enemy, he doesn't care about you at all. He was jealous about Vashti and he created a whole ruse to ensure that she was killed. And now this evil person is doing the same thing to me. Now he's jealous of me. We know from the Gemara, she didn't say this, but she was a very beautiful woman and he was jealous. And therefore, me boil and he wants to kill me as well. So then, but has a double language of Vayomer. It says, and then again, why does it say it twice? So, often he would speak to Esther through a Turgaman, through a translator. But once she shared a little bit about her past, once she said that she is actually of the lineage of Shaul HaMelech, Miyad Vayomer Esther HaMalka directly without the Maturgamon. So the first Vayomer, all the previous Vayomer seemingly was through a Maturgamon. However, this conversation changed gears. He spoke to her directly at the two dots, 12, where, 10 lines. But where do we see that she mentioned that she's from Shaul? It's not mentioned in the puzzle. It's not mentioned. It's on the sword. It's not mentioned Masora. in the puzzle. Okay, yeah. By the way, if there's a tournament in that last night, Shiloh, there would have been a tournament as well. She wouldn't have been alone with us. That's assuming there was conversation. That's us. Yeah, they were told. Yeah, that's assuming there was conversation to be had. But being on a Tash Meshamita, that's not. You kick everybody out. That's not. Uh, well, I'm saying when she went in the room. Mm-hmm. It's still is a caution last night. I'm, I'm, that's a very difficult sugya to navigate. I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to learn all the sugyas of Yaharig Val Yavor coupled with her willingness to walk in. And Rashi said it was uh, for Bia, but it's not Pasha that that's what was happening. It's not clear every time they saw each other. Okay, is that, that was that the Mitzis? It's not clear. It's not clear. I don't know. But here in this case, we're under the assumption that in general, during dialogue, they had a maturgaman until now. So this pasuk is very interesting. Uh, it sounds very simple that Esther highlighted that Tsar Oyev was Haman. However, the Gemara points out, she started to point to Achashverosh, pointing straight at him. And they came along and said, careful, Esther. You don't, you don't want to get yourself killed. You're trying to solve a problem here. Achashverosh was a Russia too, but you don't want to get everybody killed here. So let's just point to the right person. So that's Haman Hazeh. That Hazeh is I'm pointing to the right person now, but I I wasn't before. That's a taich in the pasuk. So he got up in anger, and then and then he came back from the garden. Remember, we said earlier that the bison was an orchard; it had special trees there. Says the Gemara, his return to the house was similar to his exiting of the house. He was angry in one case. He was also his return to the house was angry. Why? What did he see when he was in the bison when he was out in the garden? Says the Gemara, ten lines from the bottom. He saw angels from heaven, but these angels were, they didn't look like angels. They looked like men. They were uprooting trees. They were digging out trees, these special, whatever the trees were. I don't know what a special tree is. They were digging up all these trees. He's like, what are you doing? Why are you tearing this up? So they threw Haman under the bus. Haman was the one who commanded us to do so. So then he was fuming angry. He runs back inside to go yell at Haman. For what he did, also the base, he walks inside. The Haman no fell alamita. Ah, this is not good. <laughs> Haman is having a very bad day. No fail, says the Gemara, falling. That's present tense. It should have been no fall me boy. Late. You, you're either 
you're either down or you're up. Which one is it? So he was either on the bed where Esther was, or he was not on the bed. So it says the Gemara, he repeatedly got pushed by this Malach over and over again to keep falling on the bed. So no fell in present tense. Omar, things are terrible in my house and things are, ter- things are terrible outside my house. What's the Hagam also? The Hagam is on the trees. Not only did you have the minimal chutzpah to go outside and have these people dig up my trees. They were Malachi Asharis. He didn't know what was actually happening. They looked like people. But Hagam, you're also, that's the Hagam. Again, a subtext. We don't know how to read the Megillah without Gemara. Hagam, but also the Boshes HaMalkaimi Babais. What are you doing? We always say the Gemara says he was a Rasha Mamish. Says the Gemara, because really Harvona and Haman were on the same page. But once he saw that this whole idea that Haman and Harvona had all tried to build together, Miyad Barach, he separated, he broke the pact that he and Haman had. He ran away from him. After Haman was killed, his anger was uh, was calmed, but Shechacha. It's a little bit of a strange word. So the Mephorshim point out that there shouldn't be two chafs here. There should only be one. What was the two calmings? What, what two things happened? One is a Kodesh Baruch where he saw that the Gzair was uprooted. And one of them was that Achashverosh was calmed from the fact that uh, she was about to be killed and Haman was doing terrible things, digging up trees, falling on her bed. One was a calm from Esther and one was a calm from from the from Avashti as a retribution for her death. The Chulam Nasan the Ish, this Pasuk is uh, not here. If you look on the side, you'll see that this Pasuk is from a totally different location. This Pasuk is from Sefer Breshis, and it's from the story of Yosef. And we'll see what this has to do with us momentarily. It says the Gemara, the Chulam Nasan the Ish Khalifos. Yes, sir. Why, why do we say if the Gemara doesn't even focus on? It's very interesting that we do that, but but the I'm just I'm just playing off of the words that we have in our sidurim is that the reason why he was killed so quickly was because Harvona is like let's use this tree, so it sped up the death of the Russia. I don't have a deeper answer than that. But, uh, Pasha said the Gemara clear. He's a Russian. He's not a Saudi. But he played. He, he switched gears and he played a role. I don't, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. Hey, well, let's hang him on the tree. Get me out of this thing. I don't want to be all, uh, you know. But the Gemara is suggesting that Harvona was saying that both Mordechai and Haman should be on the tree? No. So, so, okay, so what was the what was the suggestion? Harvona was that uh, when he said, Agam Lichbosh, and Ahasuerus was, was angry, he said, hang him on the tree that he planned for Mordechai. Harvona was the ultimate fair one, I think. Yeah. But uh, uh, again, what? Yeah. Yeah. So, Who's original? That was a that was a duo move. The Harvona and Haman were all part of this ruse to kill Mordechai. That's what the Gemara is telling us. So when they failed in their process, because Haman got caught, so Harvona's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Oh, yeah, I have a great idea. You know what? There's a big tree that was uh, meant for Mordechai. Let's hang Haman up. <laughs> got himself out of that pickle pretty quickly. He's still in Russia because he didn't do the right thing, but uh, but Harvona is a Khurlatov because he was the one who came okay. up with the resolution to lead to the and point. This person, Hayashi, all of us, nothing, to do with the nothing, 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 nothing. It's just saying that he was a bad guy for leaving. Correct. Yeah. 
All right, bottom line, uh, second to last line. Everyone got clothing. This is the story of the brothers with Yosef. Simalos, uh, they got a change of clothes. And Binyamin got five pairs of clothes. Asks the Gemara the most obvious of questions. If there was anyone in the Torah who uh, had a problem that was started with clothing, it's Yosef. Says the Gemara, could it be that something like clothing, which caused so much problems, so many problems, excuse me for this, for this person, for Yosef, the Ksonas Pasin was every, says the Gemara, top of because of Milas, which is fine wool, in the weight of two slime, Shehosef Yaakov, Le Yosef, Mishar Echab, that Yaakov gave to Yosef more than the other brothers, slowly but surely, Nisgalgel Hadavar, one thing led to the next, and all of a sudden we see that there's preferential treatment to Binyamin with more clothes, five sets of clothes instead of one. Of all people on planet Earth, Yosef should have known that the clothes were dangerous. So it says the Gemara, five lines down, Omar, Rabbi Binyamin Bar Yefes. Remez Ramaz lo she'asid ben lotzeis mimenu, that uh, he was just giving a hint to Binyamin that Binyamin would have a descendant. And we spoke about this earlier, that we know that there was a machlokas as to whether or not um, uh, Mordechai was a descendant of uh, Binyamin or Yehuda. He had one parent from each. So here uh, on, the, on this side, in the Binyamin side, that he was going to have this child. And he will be wearing five different types of high quality clothing. The Pasuk lists five different things. Beautiful. Then the Pasuk says that he fell onto the necks of Binyamin, and in perfect sarcastic form, the Gemara says, uh, how many necks did he have? It's not playful. It's just straight up sarcasm. Do we see this very often? It's not normal. This is a very interesting line. So Amar Rebbe Elazar, very cute. Bacha, he was crying about two things on his neck. They were having a, a brotherly hug, but it was a hug with Nevua, and they were concerned about the two Batei Mikdash that would soon be destroyed. Not soon, but in the future. The Pasuk says he cried on his plural neck. So then says the Gemara, the same as well. Next, the Pasuk says, What does this mean? Omar Rebbe Elazar, Omar Lahem. Yosef says to the brothers, I have nothing negative about my brother Binyamin. He wasn't involved in my sale to the Ishmaelim and to the Midyanim and the whole story there. What a darga. What a mevater that Yosef was able to say such a thing. Even if he's lying to say such a thing is, uh, is a high level, but certainly if it's true. And as well, play on words, that is how my heart is. That he sent to his father 10 donkeys laden with the two of Mitzrayim, with the goodness of Mitzrayim. My Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, what is this talking about? Halfway down, he sent him old wine that the knowledge of the elders would benefit from, would enjoy. 
Okay, I don't know if that language is a homily to other things, but it's an enjoyable wine. That they all bow down in front of him. Says the Gemara, that a fox in its hour, when this fox is all of a sudden on a run and he's done a whole bunch of kills in the jungle, all of a sudden he becomes the most important, even though the fox is not the biggest of the, uh, of the animals in the uh, uh, in the safari, Sagi lays. It says in Gemara, Tala, he's a fox, which implies that he's not anything bigger. My Why is he any less than his brothers? The fox is not the lion. Why is he any less than his brothers? Ella says the Gemara, last short line, you're absolutely right. If you're going to quote this line um, that says that he was like a fox, quoted in the right place. Where does this apply? Not by Yosef and as it relates to his brothers, but by Yosef as it relates to his father. The Yeshiv Yisrael al Rosh Amita, the Yisrael Yaakov sat on the edge of the bed. Amar Rebbe Binyamin Bar Yefes, Amar Rebbe Lazar, as it relates to uh, to to Yaakov Tale Beidne Sagile, he sat up in his bed because Yosef walked in the room. Relative to him, he's the fox. Uh, Yaakov is the is the lion. Ainachim was somebody that bear alibam. He said comforting words to them. Amar Rebbe Binyamin Bar Yefes, Amar Rebbe Lazar. He said things to them that would be well received in the heart. And what did he say? Just like 10 candles couldn't extinguish one, obviously a metaphor to reference the fact that the brothers couldn't kill him. I'm only one candle compared to the 10 of you. How can I affect you negatively? I'm, I have nothing against you. So then uh, we're going back to our story now in the Megillah. The Pasuk says as the conclusion, well-known Pasuk and a well-known Drush as well. Or that when the Pasuk says, that is a reference to Torah, that this is a holiday. How do we know that that's true? that uh, we rejoice in regards to the mitzvot. Uh, this is the, uh, something that's said at every bris. Vikar, elu tefillin. How do we know that these are tefillin? V'cheinu omer uru, kol ki shem Hashem nikra alecha. How do we understand this pasuk? And now we know a famous uh, idea from the Megillah. The name of all of the sons of Haman, the whole pasuk, it's only quoted in part, of course. And that last word, we do this. It all needs to be said in one breath from the beginning of the names of the brothers all the way until the end with the word Vaseris, my taima. Why is it that that's the case? Because every died at the, everyone died at the same moment. All of them died at the same second. So I looked into this a little bit. Who cares? What does that have to do with anything? Why does that mean that we therefore have to... So I looked around some basic uh, farm. I didn't see anything. If you, if you know of anything or see anything, please let me know. I didn't see anything... Uh, Practical. Who, why does that? Why is that relevant to us that we need it's, to read that? It's when the uh, clock went to quadruple uh, zero. The game was uh, sort of over, so we commemorate that. Mm, that's interesting. I mean, I, I wouldn't have assumed that that was the case from the Gemara because it seemed that the uniqueness was that the moment of death was a simultaneous moment for all of the ten sons. Question about going in Wow. Okay, extracting from the Megillah to Hilchos Tuma Vitara. I drive. I drove my nephew to no, a baseball no, game next to a cemetery. What about Tumas Mace? Yeah, it's really good deal. I just no, now. Uh, my son was in the car yeah. too. I think he said he had to go around. Uh, I'm with me? Yeah. 
Uh, oh, that, yeah. I've done it a couple times with Yakir, with my yeah. with Yosef's son. Yeah, I've done it a few times. Yeah. And I was, forgot. He's like, I'm a Kohen. I'm like yeah, driving yeah. literally on the other side of the. <laughs> My answer is not that great because really the story doesn't end for several months. So, right. no, but this was a turning point. I agree that it's a turning point. It's a turning point. I mean, I would have thought that the turning point was when everything was revealed to. Everything was revealed to to Achashverosh, and he's like, "You're right. Let's kill this guy." I mean, that's hard to tell. I don't know. I don't. Know. I think this requires a little bit of research. Maybe there's something metaphysical going on here. I don't know. Amar of Yochanan Vav de Vaizasa. The Vav in the name of Vaizasa Tzarech lemimtocha bezekifa. It needs to be a very tall Vav. Ke murdaya de livros. This is referring to these bumpers that they used to have in the water to prevent boats from getting close to the to the rocks which would then of course tear into the hull of the boat says the gemara my taima kulu bechad zakifa is the kifa they were all hung one above the other very tall tree and that's what the gemara says it was vav that's what it looked like one long line of dead bodies one one hanged right after the other uh, two, thir- two thirds of the way down, ten lines into the wide line. Tamar of Chanina Bar Papa, Dorash of Shila Ishkvar Tamarta. What did he say? Kola Shiros Kula Nichtavos Ariach al Gabe Levenu Leven al Gabe Ariach. Whenever there's a Shira that's quoted in the Torah, it's written like Az Yashir. Two sections on one line with a blank in the middle. The next section is filling in the middle, but a line underneath. And then brick after brick after brick. It's kind of like the way that the bricks on our homes are made in order to have stability and interlocking between them, which is one row is as it is. The next row is shifted 50% so that the center of the brick above is right over the midline of the two bricks below. Says the Gemara, there are exceptions. Chutzmi Shira Zu, except for this Shira. I don't know why this is called a Shira. But except for this year, with the names of all of the sons, that the halves at the end, when the when the pasuk has when the when it has two uh, when it has two portions, those are the half bricks, and then when it's one in the middle, that is a whole brick. But there we don't we don't do that in these two cases of this shira and malchiknan. Says the gemara, my because you can climb up that ladder in the Ksav. If you would look at the Ksav in the Megillah, or let's say Az Yashir, okay, I fell down one, but I can climb up. It's like King Kong when we were mm-hmm. little kids, you know, like mm-hmm. that climbing thing. Like, please excuse the comparison. But oh, yeah, it just uh, says the Gemara, Shalotet Kuman Lamapalasa. These 10 Rishayim should have no way to climb back out of the grave that they dug for themselves. So if you look at this Pasuk in full, it seems like he's about to get scathing. And I'll just read the Pasuk for you here. It says in Pasuk, blah, blah, blah. What does he say? Oh, he says, no, this is not the right. I'm reading the wrong Pasuk, sorry. Vayomer, that's Pasuk Yadal. Pasuk Yadal reads like this. Vayomer HaMelech Lester HaMalka. It sounds like a, a negative question. It sounds like he's critical. And then look at the next words. Oh. So it seems the Gemara picks up on this very gentle split in language where for a couple of words in the Pasuk, he seems to be criticizing her. And then he switches to So it says the Gemara, uh, Omar, uh, first of the next set of middle width lines, next to the Tosus and Omar Rabbi Alpiv. He was in the middle of talking about to uh, drop the microphone and say, What are you doing? How could you behave this way? And then all of a sudden he switched gears because he got smacked across the face. He's like, Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. fine. <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot going on here.
Very strange pasuk. And when she showed up to the king, Omar, in the mail, Omar, Omrami Boile says the Gemara wasn't her talking, it was talking about Mordechai. Amr of Yochanan, and we take out the words Amralo, those words should not be here, the Mephorshim point out. Yomar Bepem Ashikasu Sefer, that one should be saying in words what's written in the Sefer. What's Divri Shalom Emes? Amr Tanchum Amrela. That we should have a Megillah that has Sirtud. Sirtud is, of course, the etching uh, the, of, the, of the lines. It's the tops of the lines that we write from in order to ensure that the script looks very nice. What does that mean? That the Maimar of Esther was kind. Maimar Esther in Divrei Hatzomos. Lo, the fasts were not kept. Amar Yochanan, not correct. Divrei Hatzomos. Umaimar Esther Kayim, because it says Es Yemei Hapurim Ha'elim. Ki Mordechai Hudi Mishnah LeMelach Hashvish Rugad Lahudin Rosher LeRov Echav. He was uh, he was liked by most people. Hmm. You ever think about this? I mean, what does it mean? Rov. He's Mordechai Hayyudi. He's a big tzaddik. It says the Gemara Sanhedrin. He was part of the Lishka Sagaz. He's part of the uh, part of the greats. Um, and he was a little distance from the Chevra and the base Medrash. Why? Because Amr of Yosef, it is obviously, uh, oh, I should say obviously, it Talmud Torah is greater than Hatzalas Nefashos. Uh, let me just be clear here that this is not talking about a case of Hatzalas Nefashos that's Mutal Lefanecha. Obviously, if there's a case scenario in front of you where stopping to learn Torah will save someone's life, obviously, 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 you stop learning Torah, that's for sure. But if it's just a general concern, then sit in the base medrash and learn. How do we know that he was disliked a little bit by the people in the Sanhedrin? Because in one Pasuk, he was quoted after four names. And in another Pasuk, he was quoted after five names. In one case, it says, Asher Ba'uim Zerubavel, Yeshua, Nechemya, Shiroya, Re'elaya, and, oh, did I skip a Pasuk? No, and Mordechai and Balshan. And that's when, uh, where he was quoted, Mordechai. And then, and then Mordechai Balshan. So in one case four, one case five. We're going to stop right here at Omar Rav, and we will pick up Amir Tzashem tomorrow night at 8.40 p.m. Wishing you all a beautiful night.